Hello, everyone, and welcome to After the Storm. This is Humna. And this is Roja. And today we bring you an extra special guest. I mean, I know all the guests have been special so far, but uh, we're going to take you a little bit behind the scenes for this one. Today, you're going to get to meet our marketing extraordinaire, Theba. How are you doing? Hello. Today? I'm doing so good. I feel very uh, honored to be introduced with such a heavy title, but I'm here. And it feels no, nice. no, no, no. You've literally upped our game, man. <laughs> you know, me on that Procreate. It's been fun. I'm so glad you guys <laughs> reached out. <laughs> oh, wow. This sounds so formal. We mm -hmm. reached out to them. Mm -hmm. yeah, I put a request. Our friend. <laughs> she added us to her busy calendar, you guys. I did. I, well, I mean, to be fair, you were pretty busy. Uh, yeah, looking for a job is a full-time job. That's that post-grad life. Yes. It doesn't doesn't help that we're in a pandemic, but, you know, we do what we can. I mean, right. on that note, pandemic's been kind of wild. Um, and how are you holding up? I've been okay. I've been trying to do all of the important stuff, like catching up on all the TV shows I said I would watch, doing all the art that I said I would do, um, that I said I was and too I, busy for. you've been for. killing it at the art. I'm Thank you. Thank um, you. For all our listeners out there, Dave is seriously, seriously gifted. Uh, we will plug her mm. IG afterwards, should she allow us to. Um, <laughs> and yeah, please go literally camp out in her comments and tell her how amazing she is. Thank you. <laughs> Send her some commissions, guys. That way she won't need to find a full-time job and she can just keep doing this for us. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to slowly transition my way. You know, engineering was just like a side hustle, but basically full time <laughs> you are an artiste thank you i try so what are some of these pandemic tv shows that you watched i feel like it's been a it's been a weird little timeline like i'm totally forgetting that tiger king happened in the same year that like indian sure. matchmaking happened yes. that happened that was very weird love was blind was a really huge one way was back that in actually March. in 2020 I think it was. It was in yeah. the beginning of this Ooh. pandemic. I want to say March that happened, which feels like it was 2007, but it was 2020. Literally I know because I was pimping everyone out <laughs> to go on Love <laughs> Blind. It's like, you do good on it. You do good on it. No, you go to Love Island. Did all of you make it past the first episode? Like, did anybody? For Love is Blind? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched it. the whole thing. I watched the whole thing too. Oh my God, I cannot believe. I, man, I have a tendency to binge watch. So I watched the entire thing of whatever it is, even if it's awful. Okay, Love is Blind was basically like Muslim arranged marriages or like yes. Daisy arranged marriages. That's 100%. what I was thinking. I don't know why there was no Muslim people. It was because they had to live with the people and that was very unacceptable, I think. Nobody, no yeah. girl was allowed to do that. That's true. I don't, I don't know if you guys feel this, but like, I feel like in pandemic, you know how everything was shut down for a bit. I mean, things are still shut, but mm -hmm. I feel like, especially all the online streaming sites, they just pumped out so much content that they were probably sitting on. And I think some stuff wasn't even supposed to go into production. Do you know 100%. what I mean? Like, I feel like uh -huh. everything that was like, that didn't receive like the A-OK, -okay, all that content was pushed out because that like every three weeks, Netflix would have new series. And like some of them are like, subpar you know very questionable like the editing was probably not even fully done but they were mm. like these men's are bored and they're gonna watch it and we did we yeah. ended up outside of love is blind though there was that other indian matchmaking one which actually had brown people and that was cringe that was traumatizing okay it was i watched that 
let's go ahead talk about that let's talk about that one a little bit i want to talk about this because when it came out obviously so many people were talking about it and there were th- so many like articles and think pieces about it in all these online magazines tell me what like tell me your thoughts okay my thoughts okay first of all I couldn't stand half the people in that show. They were oh, yeah. so pretentious. And I hate, like, every time they push out, I guess, South Asian content, it'll be people that are, like, I don't know how to pronounce this word, palatable to the Western <laughs> audience. I don't But you know what I mean? And it's just, like, why do you just want to show, like, super rich folks? But it, I, I get why the allure of Seema Auntie from Mumbai, she just wants to match make the most elite of the elite but it's just it's just like a train wreck but also in terms of like the whole rishta process i was going through it because i'm at that age where my parents are trying to like rishta me off you know it was a little traumatic when they were like you have to be flexible marriage is about compromise i oh my god how do you guys feel about that i personally don't think marriage should be about compromise i don't think so i think that's like that's such a not a good precedent to be like marriage is about compromise and that's the foundation of it right it should be like between right and wrong like if one of you is at the right position then you go join that you don't commit a crime halfway i was just gonna say like if there's understanding you don't need to compromise i think that should be the saying that they yeah wave around but that's not at all what we're told Yeah, man, I think that compromise thing is just something like sad aunties say because, you know, they were pushed into these marriages that they're not really happy in. So I think they make themselves feel better by saying like compromise, compromise, marriage is about compromise. And like, Mm -hmm. girl, like, um, you won't see me doing that. (laughs) Because oftentimes it's not compromise. Like, I think the definition of the word is a little bit skewed. A compromise is, I like, ideally you both are up for yeah. it. But the way that they say it, it's like, no, no, no. You have to give up something 100% and then he'll give up something 100%. But that's not a compromise. That's just a mismatch. Exactly. Uh, speaking of mismatches, my favorite thing about the show was the fact that all of the couples broke up. Like, not a single <laughs> one worked. <laughs> Especially the one that ended up getting married. I could not believe that happened. Oh, they didn't. They broke up after, right? It was an engagement. Yeah, it was just an engagement. And then they broke up like very shortly after. Oh my. Did you guys see the follow-up episode? Mm, yes. No, I didn't. Yes. How was it? Oh man. It would they were all a mess basically. Like nobody was in a relationship with one another. And I think they were trying to be like, actually, what did you mean when you said you wanted to marry your mom? And he was trying to defend himself. <laughs> oh my god, can we talk about the Oedipal complex and the gambling? <sighs> Is my favorite thing <laughs> when Akshay said that okay I was the out of the entire show there were so many problematic thing things but what triggered me the most was when Akshay was like I just want to marry someone that's exactly like my mom because yeah. yo that's uh, that's seriously what all of these guys say like I've met so many guys either either you know. through my own or through Rishtas that are like oh yeah my mom is my ideal woman like I just want someone that's exactly like my mom my mom is perfect and like you know clearly I'm never seeing those people again but also I want to vomit <laughs> which Greek mythology parallel universe are you meeting them in <laughs> what a Milton actually <laughs> Yo, I'm, oh, no. I'm like traumatized by Main Street in Milton. That's where my mom makes me go for the <gasps> dates pre-pandemic because it's like most of these guys would be from like Brampton Saga and we're in Guelph and she'd be like, okay, let's meet in the middle. Let's go to Milton. Oh my God, even the meetup is a compromise. I can't believe this. Yeah. What are you supposed to do in Milton, dog? 
What do you even do? Share like burgers at Burger Factory? I was, yo, I hid in Burger Factory one time. (laughs) So I, we were, we met these people at the coffee shop next to it. And then um, I just like, I don't know, they just weren't leaving the parking lot. So I went, me and my mom went and hid inside the Burger Factory. And then we just ended up eating there and sitting there for like an hour until those people left. Oh no, why weren't they leaving? They just camped out? No clue. I think they were just like dissecting what happened. Oh yikes, they can't leave that at home over tea or something? Clearly not. Clearly wow. not. Also the oh. best part about actually, like it was the whole mother thing too, but it was also where he was like, I came to America and I had to make my own bed and that was so difficult for me. I like, that was please. I was like, and he said it with a straight face. It was so funny. I think that's a perfect segue to the next show that I want to talk about. (laughs) The Fabulous Lives of Bollywood Wives. Because none of those people can do anything on their own. Even you, Sanjay Kapoor. It was a lot. It was a lot. I'll be honest, I didn't uh, make it all the way through. The only episode I got to was when Karan Johar came up and they had dinner together. Um, is this, oh, is that the first one where they're pretending like one of them has allergies and that her allergies aren't real? The first dinner? Something oh, like that, yeah. All that I remember, all I have no idea, but all I remember was they were all best friends and then he shows up and starts instigating drama and they're yelling at one another. Yeah, yeah, that's the allergy scene. Oh my god. Yep. And like the gag is it's like directed by him, so it's like all scripted. Oh, 100%, 110%. I felt like it was a little too scripted at, at times. Like I wish there was more kind of just organic he admitted it to being scripted though oh he'd pull out and said that no shame i thought he was like pretending like it wasn't are they even best friends then like do they how do they even feel about each other yeah they like like i think they're they are friends but like they just like wanted to be like reality stars i mean wow lady was obsessed with kim kardashian yeah I I don't even imagine I was so confused because I was like you know this is going to be relevant people but these weren't even like b-list celebrities and I was so confused by how they're attending but the thing is these were like a-listers so I thought there were going to be some random wives right but these people were a-listers like yo it was such a fever dream wait wait also one thing that like stuck out to me was like how open she was in admitting that she was a stalker with the whole Ooh, Bumakwa. Oh, she was oh, so Yes, okay, let's talk about Mahib Kapoor. She is an enigma. Like, what the hell um, is going on there? Like a hurricane of a woman. Oh, my god. Really goodness. and truly. My favorite thing is her vocabulary, because I think she was just like, <laughs> I'm going to be so cool and, like, American and Western, and so she just, like, asshole is her word. <laughs> like, that's her word. Bro, the amount of abuse. Okay. <sighs> Oh, that was trippy to me that, like, the cussing is called abuse over there. Oh, yeah, 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 100%. She had very, um, what was that girl from Indian matchmaking? She had her energy. The one that wanted to travel to the salt, whatever. Aparna. Uh, she had, oh, a, were they not cut from the same and, cloth, please? Oh, my God. I want them to meet each other. Please, oh. they must. They just might. Who knows? It's a small world. It's a small world. People are connecting, like, on LinkedIn with Aparna, so I think you could totally... Oh, wow. Yeah, a little <laughs> crossover. Are they? <laughs> yeah. Yo, She's a businesswoman. Oh my God. What? Ideally, if you could choose a reality TV show to like star in, what would each of yours be? Ooh. That's a good one. I know. 
I was good. Okay. My initial reaction was going to be my initial answer, not reaction. Well, whatever. Uh, my initial answer was going to be Love Island, but I'm too much of a simp. Like I would just fall in love with every, everybody <laughs> who talked to me. Um, this is your toxic trait. Why do you simp for people? You <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's not even like people worth simping over. I know. We can cut I... this, but like, I'm going to cock your head. <laughs> Please, I want somebody to hit me in the head and maybe that will fix <laughs> Um, this has now become an intervention. <laughs> yes. That's every episode. That's every episode. You'd be that person in Love Island that's like on the first day where they're like, I can see myself falling in love with you. You know when they say that? Yeah. <laughs> and then the girl you should tears by the end of the evening. That's me. I came here to tell you I love you. Do you remember that? <laughs> he just mugged me off. Do I look that's like a mug? Have I got mug written across my forehead? <laughs> My, how's my accent on point <laughs> wow i'm gonna get bullied i'm gonna get bullied in the comments about my british accents um, I, I want hamna to be on love island like if there was a halal love island it would be so entertaining to watch let's do it this isn't a quarantine show but i think uh roha would thrive on big brother <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. I we need that. to set it up send your audition tape yeah. in and do it like oh <laughs> Hey, maybe, maybe Yo, if the podcast like, ever makes it big, you could go there. No, but so. like, imagine like being booted out in the first episode. I would cry. Oh, I would cry. I would, I would literally be like, wow, there's some ism going on because no. No, because oh, it's straight manipulation and literally. tactics and strategy. Like, oh my God. That's why I want to be Big Brother. Like, I, I want to like game one of the games like you want to run the you show. know yeah because yeah, yeah. like i just you know that tiffany pollard meme that it's like i wanted to see her anger level <laughs> like that's what i want to do i just if this was an ideal world and i had mm-hmm. my way with things wallahi man i'd be like making reality tv shows but they'd be all like strategic mind game reality tv shows i wish i could just run a game, yeah. Theba, what's your show? I'm trying to think. I don't think I'm good enough for Big Brother. It really requires you are. Are you frost? Big, like trust I've, me, really I've funny. always, I've always said this, but I feel like if Theba, Theba, this is a compliment, so take it. But I think <laughs> you could. I, I personally think you could. Why am I scared? I'm so scared about what you're gonna no, say. But go I, ahead. I just, I personally think you could do Big Brother. Like, I think if you, you think I could do it, then yes. Yeah, I, I think you can be clever when you want to be, and you, like, you're really good in social situations, and the fact that, like, sometimes you come off as intimidating, I feel like you could have a good hold. Oh, yeah? Do you think I could use that to my advantage? I don't, I genuinely think, like, you know what I mean? Like, the one thing I don't have going for me, I'm not intimidating. Like, you know how people mm-hmm. have, like, the RBF, you know, resting mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. face, but, like... I have the resting bajari face. <laughs> my face makes you want to be like sympathetic towards me. Oh my God. That's an also an advantage, but you're right. But like not in that situation. Like, okay, I don't know if this is off tangent, but in high school, um, my law teacher, she stopped me one day, uh, like before I came into class and she's like, hey, like, can I take you aside for a second? I was like, yeah, like, oh my God, miss, like, is anything wrong? Because, you know, I was like a 
teacher's pet too so I was like super scared like oh my god no like did I miss my grades um but she was like like we're gonna start the chapter for like serial killers I know this might be queasy so like if at any point you need to leave the class Roja it's completely fine and I just like stood there so awkwardly not being able to tell her that I had already memorized each case detail from like Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> to Jack the Ripper and oh my god oh, okay yes just, I love that she pulled you aside specifically too. She was, like, I was this the one only, in particular. I was the only student she pulled aside to. Oh wow! Little did they know that you were gonna make yourself and work your way into that textbook one day. Did you ever um, hurt animals as a child? I just want to know. No, I didn't. Never. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. The thing isn't that I'm a serial killer. I just I like studying. Okay, Theba. Where? What else would you go on? What else would I go on? Oh man. Really? None of the ones that we've mentioned. I don't think I would not oh, do Indian okay. matchmaking. Honestly, this is again an original answer, but Love Island, please. You literally oh, get to you do really together. well on Love Island. Too. I think so. I think so. I would, and one hundred and ten percent, I would fake it and just get the money. And at the end, when they're like, "Do you choose to split?" I'd be like, "No, actually, this is mine. This is mine." No, and you like, know what I mean. You have to like reveal like when you do go on love island you have to be like married and settled and have like three kids and shit but be like super <laughs> private about it so when you win right it's gonna be like so yeah are we splitting no this is for me and my husband and my three children and it's just gonna baby. be like, the <laughs> biggest plot twist of all oh my god you know what i'm telling you similar huh like on one of the earlier seasons of Love Island UK, the guy who won, he was in a whole ass relationship and he went back to his girl after winning Love Island, but he chose <laughs> to split the money. That's oh, he such did? That's a power move, yeah. bro. That's such a power yeah. move. Right? Also, like that, his girlfriend was just sitting at home, like rooting for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, Love Island. I think I'm going to lock it in. Final answer it would be Love Island. Yeah. Your full time job is just sitting in the sun bathing in like mexico i mean some of us should use like our foreign passport advantage and go on 90 day fiance (laughs) honestly i love 90 day fiance i wish someone i knew would go on it i just like i want to be there to create drama you know what i mean because the stuff on there is so unnecessary and i want to be a part of it yeah okay what's the dude's name sumit is that his name? Summit. Yo, Jenny and Summit. Okay, you know the wildest, wildest part for me to this hold day? On, hold on, hold on. Let's, do we, Thayba, have you seen this one? Do we need to explain? I haven't seen this one, no. Yeah, explain okay. it to me. So you get the premise of 90 Day Fiance, right? It's like yeah, Americans yeah. that are in love with non-Americans and they get a 90 Day Fiance visa. And if you don't get married in the 90 days, your person gets deported. But what they've started doing is they're doing 90 Day Fiance the other way, where the American moves abroad to be with the person that they love, supposedly oh love, love an airport. Mm. All the American aunties going to India, man. Oh. And like the shalwar and then meeting their mother-in-laws that are their age. What? Oh, wow. Oh, man. So That's Jenny and Summit trip. are from one of the seasons of 90 Days the Other Way. Jenny is in her 60s, right? She met a guy on Facebook who was really handsome and from the UK. Uh, and she started mm-hmm. talking to him and they fell in love. He was like this guy, like hot Italian dude. Like, you know, like those, like the ones that you see in like those off-brand like 
Goodreads novels that are only available yes. for two dollars online. Yes. Yeah. That kind of guy, okay? Um, she falls in love with him. She thinks he's in love with her, but you know, he's way younger, but he's convinced her that he's in love with her. So she's like, Oh well, you know, I found the next great love of my life. Um, and then the guy eventually feels bad and confesses that that's not who he is. He's actually Sumit from India. <laughs> um, and she's so catfish. Bro, she's she got catfished and she still went for it. Oh no. First of all, that's nuts. Second of all, he's half her age. Like his and mom in the profile. Oh no. Then, oh like, no. Yeah, yeah. And she still went to India. Oh yeah. I mean he's yeah. besotted with her. Oh my god. Is he? Is he? I don't know. I think he just has like severe mommy issues. Oh he does. He does. Really? Okay, this okay, let's entire break, time, break this by down. the way. This entire time, mm-hmm. Sumit is married. <gasps> to who? To, like, some girl that his parents, like, forced him to, like, marry. Oh, my God. Yeah. But she doesn't have a visa. I mean, yeah. she doesn't have an American citizenship. Duh, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't think he wanted an American citizenship. This man just had mommy issues. Like, yeah. they were bad. They were bad. See, again, like, every brown boy. What was, what was specifically <laughs> wrong with him? Like, was it the cooking and cleaning, or what was it? I, he hated his parents because they forced him into the arranged marriage with his wife. Okay. Um, okay. And so I think there was so much resentment, so much resentment there. Like, if you watch the oh YouTube my. clips, you'll get what I'm talking about. Like Roha oh said, my. the anger levels were off the charts. Um, wow. Yeah, so just to kind of, like, you know, chart his own path, he started talking to Jenny and... Uh, clearly, his mommy issues took over because she's twice his age and he's supposedly in love with her. Um, oh, my God. And trying to convince his parents to let, Except. Um, let him marry her. As a second wife or as a whole separate marriage? Like, divorce his first wife, get with Jenny. Mm. Yeah. And what is this homegirl? What's up with her? What's her say in all of this? Do they show her? They don't. Her, don't oh, his they're... original oh. wife, his first wife? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she I was just glad to be out, out of there. Yeah. I've seen like some of them are genuinely still married. That's the crazy part about that show. Yeah. I think there was like, again, I don't know the names, but it was like an American guy who was a lot older. And there was this younger uh, Guana girl or something like that. Maybe she was like, again, half his age. He had daughters older than her. And I think they're still married. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, you're right. There's another one as well, David and Annie. And they're still together. That's so messed up to me. Like, okay, imagine, like, forget the protagonists over here, you know, like, forget whatever power trip, whatever. Imagine being like a kid on that show and knowing that your dad is with someone younger, like, bro. Weird. You have to, like, cut family ties and, like, see. I think so, too. I don't think I could look look my dad in the eye if he ever did something like that. I'll be honest. Did you all watch? Exactly. Like, you're literally a predator, bro. Like, <laughs> Did you all watch Big Ed? Yes. yes. His daughter was on the show, and she was, she was pissed at him. She was yelling at him because she was like, this girl is younger than me. What the hell are you doing? And he's like, oh, oh I'm in love. <laughs> wow. No, that one was definitely, I've seen that one, and it was whack. And the funny thing about, like, this 90 Day Fiance, and again, like, I have my own biases about it, too, but I always think, you know, it's going to be about, like, these, 
immigrant little people and they're all just they're living like for example like in the, the this one with big ed they just made it seem like she was just living in the philippines and all she wanted was like a green card but genuinely yeah. he's the villain it's so right. funny how like a lot of the time exactly. it's the americans that are crazy and they like exploit these people and mm-hmm. the angle that they film from is just so awful no and when he goes back and he's living in the philippines and like is just complaining the whole time and is so oh, disrespectful God. to her family it was just it was crazy yeah do you remember how he was like so torn because he was like i'm so in love with her but then her sister messaged me in private asking me for money and i don't know if she's trying to coerce me out of my money yeah do you remember that whole thing and it was mm-hmm. like 70 dollars. like he was making this big fuss about 70 dollars yeah and it was for their shop they needed yeah. to pay rent and it was only $70, and he literally acted like this girl was out here gold digging. Why isn't he in jail? I thought she was Why? thousands. I want reparations for her, because he's always, like, popping on, on TikTok and all of these social media platforms. But, like, Miss Rose, Miss Thang. Miss Rose is an entrepreneur now. She is. I've seen. I'm so proud of her. her. Honestly, yeah. yeah, good for her. So she has what is it a makeup shop or what is it is it a food cupcake shop yeah Wait, that's first? what it is i thought she was just like promoing it Mm-mm. no i think she has one. Oh, it's so cute that's legit man yeah. good for her good for her and she has like yeah. aesthetic sense too it was just i'm glad she's doing well she deserves me more. too <laughs> you know what pissed me off the most i'm not sure maybe i dreamt this clip but was she like like massaging his feet at one point yes was she that yeah that that entire sequence like made me want to gag yikes yikes it was gross the part where he asks her to shave her legs or the audacity yeah bro like with any other Mm. girl like everyone has body hair what the hell but she also didn't make a single demand from you okay yeah like hair aside she didn't ask one thing of you and the audacity of somebody like him to be like can you shave your legs i just don't find that attractive you want to talk about attraction ed <laughs> let's not go there <laughs> like i don't think i don't think he wants to go there what other were there any other like memorable tv shows that we've Missed. That we missed. I'm trying to think. Let's see. I'm trying to like count from March forward in my head. It was a selling sunset. I think I don't know if that's specifically 2020, but the real estate one. Oh, that was wild. I don't think that was 2020. I think it was earlier. But selling sunset is wild too. It's like real estate, basically, like Hollywood real estate. It's just it's very interesting to watch. I just love watching like rich people reality TV. You know, and just seeing how they live. It's like yes, like that's why I like the fabulous lives so much because like gap between the rich and poor is so big in India. Like especially with like Ambani's whole thing too, right? Mm -hmm. Like these people hire Beyonce to perform individually at their weddings and like just the amount of money it's just so insane so it's like when you have the amount of richness that there is right like mm-hmm. you realize that people have like really skewed morals to oh, okay. their biggest concern is like the hate comments on instagram that they get you know what i mean like it's so hard it's just so hard 
Right. My favorite thing though is that Mahip went to Arjun Kapoor for advice. Because like you know that guy is getting bullied. I think we bullied him in one of our episodes too. I think, but the thing is like imagine like out of that entire show, Arjun Kapoor is the one that ends up sounding most morally sound. That's really bizarre. (laughs) That's weird. And like, you know what? Arjun's doing good for himself. You know what? If you can recognize that you have privilege and you obviously got here because from a really, really big boost, especially after all the shortcomings and how many times you messed up, I think he's fine. I mean, and he's dating. Because he won you over, Roja. No, it's just, he hasn't won me over. His girlfriend's just really pretty. (laughs) Who's his girlfriend? And I'm like obsessed with her. Talaika Aurora Khan. Like the Chaya Chaya girl. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? I can't believe okay. that. My brain can't compute that that is a thing. That they're together? Yeah. Yes. And they're not just dating, right? This is a relationship? Like, this is serious? Yeah, I know. They've been, like, together for a while now. Yeah. Oh, yikes. Oh, Arjun lucked out. This goes to... Yeah. I'm... Bro, both Arjun and Ranveer lucked out. It's the funny guys. They get you. That concludes our pandemic. Bad television and hugging our cats. Thank you for chatting with us, Teba. I had so much fun. We could talk about this all day. Thank you once again for tuning in. This has been Roha. And this is Hamna. We'll catch you next time. In the meantime, give us a follow on our Instagram at afterthestorm.podcast. Let us know what you thought. Bye-bye.